we're gearing up to go camping this coming weekend and i'm actually looking forward to it we're going with another family we're friends with and the kids are so excited that they get to play with their friends and camp we want to do some fun traveling and stuff this summer so we're kicking it off with camping we had a blast at our memorial day party this past monday and i'm still recovering from that this girl is going to be glued to her coffee cup today <laughs> anyway y'all let's get into this episode hey y'all welcome to the awkward mom stage podcast a podcast where lola that's me a millennial mom talks to friends about life motherhood and everything in between every wednesday i bring you topics that we all struggle with whether we're a parent or not every stage of motherhood is awkward whether you have one kid or six you're a dog mom or you feel like your partner's mom things can get messy i'm for sure an awkward mom navigating all the growing pains that come along with millennial mom life Feel stuck in an identity crisis? Feel like your life lacks direction? Goals feel distant? Well, you're not alone. Tune in every Wednesday as I go through the crazy coaster called life with you. This podcast celebrates motherhood in all forms for exactly what it is, awkward. I'm your host, Lola Nicole. Grab yourself a glass of water or wine, whichever suits your day, and get ready because the awkward mom stage starts now. y'all and welcome back to the podcast if you're new here hello and welcome to the awkward mom stage if you're coming back for another episode thank you so much for supporting the show today's episode is a fun one all about journal consistency i'm working on being more consistent with journaling because i feel that i'm able to get more done and remember things better when i'm able to write them down but sometimes i get so overwhelmed that i just forget about journaling altogether which then creates a paper trail of random notes written on things or a bunch of notes on my iPhone. So today we're going to go over better ways to journal more consistently. I've been really trying to stick to paperless journaling and planning. So I created a new digital journal day planner kind of situation for me to use on my iPad. I'm going to add it to my Etsy shop as well because I'm really liking it. But these are some great ideas for journaling more consistently. A lot of leaders, geniuses, generations of teenagers have kept journals to record their experiences and sort through their thoughts and feelings. A journal can have many purposes. It may help you to lose weight, heal emotionally, manage your career, your finances. Maybe you've wanted to start a journal of your own, but something keeps holding you back. You might find it difficult to squeeze like another task into your busy day, or you may have doubts about writing or your writing abilities in general. The truth is that there's no single formula for journaling success. So I found a couple tips to help you develop your own individual style so you can start a journal and stick with it. Do you love reading? I do too. But we all know you don't always have time to sit down and read a good book as a mom. Well, I solved that problem with Audible. I've been using Audible for the past four years and it's been amazing. Audible is perfect because they offer books that are narrated by professional voice actors so you can listen to them while driving, cooking dinner, or doing anything else that's going on in your life. It's like having a personal assistant who reads to you whenever you want. Think Diddy and his umbrella holding manservant, but with books. And with their new update, they also have podcasts, sleep meditations, and much more now. So there really is something for everyone. You can click the link in the show notes today to sign up. 
And the best part about Audible is it doesn't cost you anything to start. You get your first 30 days, first book free, no strings attached. Plus, all of their books are DRM free, so they aren't locking them away from other devices, which means once your membership expires or you cancel, any audiobook will still be yours forever, even without an active subscription. Just download them again anytime from anywhere from the app or the website. They have over 180,000 titles available, and I'm sure that number is going to keep growing. I listed some books in the show notes as suggestions to get you started. I've already read four books this year, thanks to the Audible app. So go get started on that reading list. But let's wait until after the show. First, you need to find a time to journal. You need to find a time for you. It doesn't have to be a more every single morning kind of situation if that's just not how you roll. So you just need to find a time that works for you. Designate a time. Block out the same time every day for journaling. That may help you create a steady habit. It could be first thing in the morning, before you go to bed. It could be during your lunchtime, you know, while you're eating your lunch or hanging out or drinking your coffee. Just find a time that works best for you so that way you don't feel rushed too. Like, you don't want to feel like you're, oh, I have to do this. Like, it should be something that you want to do, you know, so that you can help relax your mind or get things off of your mind or whatever it may be. But you definitely want to, you know, want to do it. You don't want to feel like you're being forced. So designate a time that's going to work for you that you're going to want to do it. You're like, oh, it's, you know, lunch or dinner time or bedtime or whatever journal time, you know, make that time for you. So that way you can just kind of clear your mind. It also helps with being able to think, you know, when you're journaling, because if you're stopping in the middle of doing something because you're like, oh, I have to journal then you know it becomes a burden rather than something that's supposed to help. Carry it around with you. Maybe you prefer to write when, you know, inspiration strikes you or when things, you know, just happen and they're fresh in your mind. So you want to keep your journal handy with you to jot your comments down. So maybe getting, if you aren't going the paperless route, find, you know, a cute small planner. The journal that I use that I got from Walmart to write things down when I'm just in like, you know, a paper writing mood. That one was like eight or nine bucks. Like it's such a good journal and it also has prompts and everything else. So that will also help, you know, when you're feeling stuck or when you can't really necessarily think of how to start your journal entry or whatever it is, having a journal that has some sort of prompt to it or an idea also helps a lot. So that Walmart journal really works well when I'm not using my digital planner. But it also helps with me having a digital, you know, journal planner kind of situation because I can then carry that around, you know, because it's on my iPad. So, you know, just find a small journal or, you know, your digital journal, whichever is going to work for you so that you can carry it around with you and maybe writing when inspiration strikes fits you better. Be brief. Do you skip days unless you have the time or energy to compose a long essay? Yeah, well, it's going to feel the same for your journal. So be brief. An entry can be a single word or multiple pages depending on what you want to express. It's really all about you. Everyone's journal is going to be different. So don't try and journal based off of how someone else is journaling. Focus on what's going to work for you. So if short, brief sentences work best for you, do that. 
if long, you know, stories, something like that, do that. Just pick something that works for you. So now that you, you know, have kind of designated a time, you're kind of figuring out what works best for you in the journaling world, you'll want to find your best method of journaling. So like I was saying, there's many different options. I kind of bounce back and forth between pen to paper and an app, basically. So again, pen and paper is always going to be the first. That's literally how it all started. Uh, studies show that writing things down by hand makes a deeper mental impression than digital communication sometimes. So if you feel like, you know, tangible, if you like the feel of tangible objects or you buy a fa fancy, you know, journal or really pretty one or something like that or use scraps of paper, whatever, if you like to write and you just like that, you feel like you journal better when you're actually physically writing it down on paper, then pen and paper is probably going to be the best option for you. Or if you're like me and you kind of like the paperless route, you can get an app. Maybe you're comfortable, you know, on your phone or your tablet. I mean, now in 2021, everyone at this point in time is on their phone or a tablet or a computer, especially after COVID and working from home and all that kind of hit everyone is digital for the most part. So a lot of people are more comfortable and their life is in their phone or on their tablet. Like they don't want to have a million and one folders, files, all that stuff. So they put it all on their phone or tablet. If that's you, get an app, a really great app. The app that I use for my journals, notebooks, and planners is GoodNotes. Um, I use that for note-taking. I use that for everything. GoodNotes 5 is a bomb app. It's in the app store. It's great for Apple users. I don't know if GoodNotes is for Android. I think it is, but I am on an iPad, so I do know that it works for Apple. Notability is another great app. There's just so many different apps now that you can use to journal or create your own journal, or you can go on Etsy. I have journals that I sell with stickers and all kinds of fun stuff, so just really make it your own whatever you feel is going to work the best for you. Hey y'all, it's Lola here, host and producer of the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. And let me tell you, hosting and producing this podcast is not easy. I had no idea what I was doing and I still kind of don't. Don't tell anyone, but I don't. Buzzsprout has definitely been there to help me along the way from hosting to helpful videos on what to do, how to edit, where to go, how to get music, you name it. They let you know how to do it. And their Facebook community is even more helpful. So let me tell you now, if you're a podcaster or you're trying to start a podcast or you have a podcast and you're looking for a host, definitely check out Buzzsprout. They've got everything you need to get started, even a domain name if you don't already have one. Trust me, I'm no tech genius. And Buzzsprout has definitely been my saving grace. So if you're interested... You can definitely click the link in the show notes and it will take you to Buzzsprout and they will walk you through everything you need on getting your podcast up, running, and ready to go. Now back to the show. If getting started and just really not knowing what to do is a stumbling block for you, gather some prompts. That'll give you something to write about. Like I said, there's a lot of journals now that have writing prompts in them, so you can, you know, grab a gratitude journal or a thankfulness journal or 
maybe you're working on your fitness or your finances, whatever you're working on, find a journal that kind of is geared towards that, that has prompts in it that will kind of help walk you through how to journal, basically, just to kind of help jog your memory, jog your mind, get your creative juices flowing, if you will. Search for those online or, you know, make your own list. But prompts are definitely great, especially for beginners who are just starting out journaling. You'll also want to pick a format. Lists, like speaking of lists, a journal can be organized however you like. So you can write in full sentences, you can write in bullet points, you can invent dialogue or pretend you're writing a letter. Just really find what way of writing speaks to you the most. Whether you, you know, want to check out some journals or take a peek at some examples. There's just so many different ways to express yourself nowadays. So finding what works for you really works. They have bullet journals, they have graph journals, they have line journals, they have blank journals. I mean, the possibilities are endless at this point. I've seen pretty much every kind of journal you could think of at this point. You can draw pictures. Like I said, you there's bullet journaling. People that I have seen the most creative stuff done with bullet journaling because it's just like so creative and pretty and the calligraphy and the colors and the pictures. So if you know, pictures, art, stuff like that really, you know, speaks to you, try that. Or make sketches with or without captions. You can add photos, clippings, scrapbook journaling is really good, especially for, you know, people that are really visual that love kind of that collage scrapbooking feel. That's a perfect way. And that's still a way of journaling. So that's definitely something you can do as well. You can also overcome writer's block. By resisting the urge to censor yourself. So try and limit your editing in your journal. It's your journal. So let your thoughts flow freely instead of worrying about how they sound. Just write down what you're feeling, what comes to mind. It's your mind. So, you know, you can make sense of it. And it's not the good thing about it is you can say whatever you want. It's your journal. It's not for anyone but you anyway, you know, unless you would like to share your journal entries one day or you're sharing with your therapist or whatever. But even if you're sharing them with your therapist or something, you want to be as open and honest as possible. So definitely don't limit the editing, you know, scratch it out. If you have, I do, you know, not like the look of a lot of like scratched out, scribbled out words and stuff like that. Which is another reason why I love digital journaling because it's so easy to just, you know, erase and start again rather than, you know, having to hit that pencil to the paper and really just get in there. But some people like that. Some some people, it really excites them to kind of see their paper go from, you know, written on and corrected and erased and rewritten and that's kind of, you know, that's a thing to them. They they like that. So if pen to paper is something that works best for you, do that. You have your, you know, pictures, scrapbooking, scrapbook journaling, bullet journaling. Just pick a format, pick a time, and pick a way that journaling works best for you. And just let your mind flow. Let it flow free. Limit the editing. Something else you can do is just slow down. Develop calming rituals to make your journaling more enjoyable and productive. 
Set aside a quiet and comfortable space in your home. Brew a cup of coffee or tea. Play soft music. Whatever kind of gets you in that mindset and that mood to get into your journaling mode, basically. You can also note the date of your entries. Recording the date of your entries has a lot of advantages. It can make you feel more accountable about skipping days because I know for a fact there has been so many times that I have looked at my journal and I'm like, oof, the last time I wrote in here was like six months, girl. What are you doing? So it also makes it easier to find past entries that you may want to refer back to. So you know, if there's something that happened or something exciting that happened or something that you want to remember or document, being able to, you know, date your journal entries really helps you to kind of like go back and and reminisce if you want to as well. With journaling, especially with writing out, you know, personal feelings, thoughts and everything else, you definitely want to make sure you're protecting your privacy. So technology has come a long way since, you know, old fashioned diaries with flimsy locks on the cover passwords and encryption provides like greater security if you want to keep you know all your stuff together so you can definitely like password things and it'll help you in the long run with keeping your stuff private you can also share with others you know you might be eager to build a bigger audience for your journal. It could be a tool for working with your therapist or something, you know, you leave your children or your grandchildren. A lot of people have done those really cool like video journals or like video diaries and stuff as their kids progress in age. Like there's so many ways to journal now. It's, it's crazy. And they're so, people get so creative with the journaling now. I love it. You'll want to review and reflect whatever form your journal takes. Looking back can be illuminating. It can help you manifest. It can help you think, you know, it it can also help you with goals uh, that you want to achieve because you can write your goals down in your journal. You normally will even subconsciously talk about things that you'd like in the future, even if, you know, that's not that particular journal entry for that day. You might, you know, talk about something and you end up manifesting that something and you don't even realize it until you're looking back in your journal entries and you're like, hey, like, wow, that I really, you know, talk that up. So revisiting past entries will show you where you're making progress, where you might want to grow, you know, you want to pursue your goals and work through difficult experiences by journaling consistently. Writing is a proven way to connect with your feelings, gain insight, and build your accomplishments. So I definitely feel like using these tips will for sure help you in your journaling journey, especially with being more consistent. I feel like it was really hard for me to be consistent because I was always trying to, I was always trying to like make sure it was perfect or I was doing it whatever way I saw someone else was like, oh yeah, journal this way. This is the way I journal. This is the best way, blah, blah, blah. So it really took some trial and error for me to really kind of figure out what I like in journaling and what helps me to journal more consistently. And sometimes that means I bounce back and forth from pen to paper or digital, you know, so whatever works for you, whatever time works for you, just make sure that you are, you have a consistent time, You're not forcing yourself to do things or like get things done. Don't make it a chore. Make it something enjoyable. 
carry it around if it's easier for you to get inspiration when inspiration strikes you and you want to write it down now do that make sure you're brief with it if writing long entries is hard for you don't write a couple words a couple sentences it doesn't have to be a novel pick whatever method of journaling is for you so pen to paper an app digital Make sure you collect prompts, get an, a journal that has prompts in it. If you, you know, need memory jogs, pick a great format, whether it's lists, bullets, full sentences, dialogue, you're writing a letter, drawing pictures, sketches with or without captions, scrapbooking. Don't edit if you can. Limit your editing, you know, just really be creative with it. Slow down. You want to develop a calming ritual to make it more enjoyable and productive. Date your journal. It helps for you to reflect. You'll, you know, protect your privacy. Obviously, make sure you're putting it somewhere safe or locking it with a password if you're doing it online or on a tablet or something. And share it with others if you'd like to. You know, you can also make a a digital journal or a video journal. There's just so many different things for you to do. So I hope this episode on how to journal more consistently was helpful for you. I hope the few little tips and tricks that I kind of cooked up here help you in your journaling journey. That's such a mouthful every time I try and say that. I also have a digital planning episode coming soon, so that'll definitely be fun if you are really looking into getting into more of a digital planning, journaling kind of workspace. I also have my Etsy shop going with all my digital goodies on there, so definitely check those out. Don't forget to check out the free Facebook group for the podcast. We'd love to have you there. As always, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you haven't already, please rate and leave your girl a written review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and let me know you're listening and you love it. It would mean so much to me. If you'd like to donate to the podcast to help with the behind the scenes or you just want to buy this hot mess mama a coffee, you can do so at the buy me a coffee link or you can't if you can't donate, simply screenshot this episode, tag me at the awkward mom stage on Instagram and share it on your story so I can reshare them and shout you out on the podcast as a thank you. If you're loving the show and you have topics you want me to cover or someone you think should be a guest on the show, send me a DM or an email and let me know. I hope you all have a happy hump day. If it's not Wednesday when you're listening to this, I hope you have an awesome day anyway. Thank you so much again for listening and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Make sure to visit our Instagram page where you can follow and find information on next week's show and any updates for the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast shows. While you're at it, if you're enjoying the show, I'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on iTunes or share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday for an all new episode. I hope you're having an awesome week. Happy hump day. And always remember you're beautiful. Lola.